I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. I did not prepare. I'm here to do the intro. Okay, are you ready? Uh, yeah. I guess just go ahead. The year is 2004. Sam Raimi decides to follow up his smash sequel of Spider-Man 1 up the top 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 that. So, uh, the year is 2004. Sam Raimi decides to follow up his smash sequel with an equally smashing sequel of to Spider-Man 1 of Spider-Man 2. Tobey Maguire is back in the titular role, and Dr. Octopus is here to slime all over the goons. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. The year is 2004. Sam Raimi decides to follow up with his box office smash to an even more smashing box officer. To <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Sam Raimi decides to follow up his massive, big, big, big old movie, uh, Spider-Man 1, with Spider-Man 2. The movie comes out and it makes many money. And let me tell you, it's got some characters. It's got it's got uh, Soccer Octopus in it. It's got Green uh, Green Goblin and Mirror uh, Green Goblin coming back. It also has Aunt May, Mary Jane. She comes out. She says, "Spider-Man loves you." Uh, Spider-Man, no love. But that's the movie that we're talking about here on Purely Nostalgia. <laughs> Would you like a piece of chocolate cake? Okay. And a, and a glass of milk? That would be nice. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where Icky we look at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes and we try to figure out if they're actually good or if we just thought they were or what that scene was in the movie for. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Eli Shapsmith, the greatest good you're ever going to get, and I'm joined as always by Clint Jazzhands Page, the one and only Master Slayer, the Contemplator, the single uh, sayer, Clint Page, Jazzhands Page. What was that? It was a rap. It was, yeah, I was thinking, I thought you might be quoting Vanilla Ice or something. Give me a beat and I'll try my intro again. Okay, this is gonna be great because there's a delay and it's gonna be perfect. Okay, ready? Okay, okay. I'll just I'll just factor in the delay. Clint, page, jazz hands, page, jazz hands, Clint, jazz hands, page. All right, I'm done. Oh, uh, wow, that like was modern. really good. I did, it, I did it like modern rap in the sense that it's not good. It's a bummer that we're recording this episode so late, and I'm not gonna edit that out. But <laughs> so sorry, listeners, for that. Yeah. How um, you doing? How you doing, Eli? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, I saw a movie. Oh no! Let's hear it. Actually, what movie was this? I came back from a trip. Is probably a better <laughs> way to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, from where'd the four you go rounds. on this tour trip? Oh. Whoa. Uh. I went to all four of them, but really I only spent a significant amount of time in two of them, and I don't even know if I saw one of them, because I'm talking about the movie The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, and I don't even think we... I don't think the movie shows one of the realms. Really? Yeah. So, what? what is the MO 
of these four individual realms? What may what is the significance of each? Well, I can't tell you about the fourth realm because the trailer Come made on. a point to not tell you. Come on. Even though it's not like that interesting to the point where it needed to be a secret. But let okay, me just so tell you things are not great in the four realms. The dynamic between them. There's some people and they're mad at each other and there's a bit of fighting going on and that's what the movie's about. Um, but I can tell you about the other three realms. There's the Candy Realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this is actually what they're called, but it's like the Land of Sweets or something. Land of Flowers. Yeah. And what's the other one? Uh, the Land of Snowflakes. Okay. So like we, we get to see the Land of Snowflakes a little bit and then a lot of the movie takes place in the Land of Sweets. The Land of Flowers, I don't even know why it was a realm because I don't think we ever went there. Really? So they just referenced it. Yeah. They're like, and then through this mirror is the flower realm. Yeah, well, one character that has like a line and a half is like the king of the flower realm or something. But like Oh, so he had a, he had a line and a half, so he's like, I am the king of the pr-. Yes. Okay. Um and so yeah, but it's a movie. Um it's I was expecting it to be the best movie of the year. Right. But I doubt it's better than Smallfoot. Oh, um, say it ain't so. I'm saying it. It's so. Um, oh, no. I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's going to sweep the Oscars like I thought it was going to. Um, well, lucky for you. Okay. I I saw a movie that I can guarantee you will sweep the Oscars. Okay. What was it's it? It's Grinch time, baby. Oh, no, it's Grinch time, baby. And he's back. Okay, let Benedict me ask Cumberbatch. you this. What? Let me ask you this. In this mm-hmm. one, they didn't call it How the Grinch Stole Christmas. They just called no, it The Grinch. No, no. So does he just, is he just chill in this one? <laughs> yeah, this one's about his life. There's no Christmas in it. Oh, okay. He goes through college. He gets in a little trouble. He He gains his life back. And the Grinch is in the ministry, baby. <laughs> and th- and then then he steals Christmas because he, he recognizes he recognizes it for the pagan holiday that it is. Mm. I like it. But but yes, uh, this this Grinch movie was um, as as some might put it, some uh, might say bad, bad, bad. How so? It um, maybe it was the atmosphere that I was in, but they for some reason played it in like one of those mega theaters. Mm-hmm. Like there were other movies that were being played that arguably should have brought more foot traffic, i.e., the Nutcracker in the Four Realms or Smallfoot. Mm. But they decided to put those in the small theater and put the Grinch, the the Grinch baby, mm-hmm. up on up on the big screen. And it was my Up wife and I. We screen, went click, click, click. Down mm-hmm. to the chimney comes the Grinch. He went yep. to seminary to become your yep. new youth pastor. Here <laughs> he comes. Yep. Uh, but Chandler and I went and saw it, and uh, it was we were in the mega theater. And first of all, let me tell you about my experience when I first came up there. We always, I always get popcorn, and we both either get a drink. We we, we both get a drink. Treat and yourself. I, yeah, stay stay true to myself mm-hmm. and uh, true to your heart, the Milan song. But uh, I think I don't really know. I'm but not sure. um, <laughs> I've never seen a uh, Disney movie. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I ordered a small popcorn and two medium drinks. And then the guy looked at me and said, do you want two large drinks and a large popcorn? It's the same price. Hmm. I studied business and I took both macro and microeconomics. Mm-hmm. You tell me how that is a one to one ratio <laughs> of, oh, okay, uh, small popcorn, two medium drinks is equal to one large popcorn, two large drinks. Uh, I mean, explain this to me. Um, I don't know. I mean, did they have a promotion going on where it was like, nope, nope. It was just, he's just like, hey, you know, it's this much. Let's call him up and get him on the podcast. I I feel like I was being upselled. You were. You absolutely were. They're trained to do that. I had a friend who was fired from the movie theater because he wouldn't upsell people. Wouldn't upsell people? Mm -hmm. But he said it's the same price. He was lying to you. Well, he's a butt. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bad. I'm sorry. I can't say that. I, he's not a butt. Which but, which movie theater was chain was this? It was a UEC. What? U UEC. Did you make that up? No. UEC. I think it's UEC. Hold I on. I feel like this is one of those things where I say like you're like I spell I cup and I'm like I C U P and you're like Haha. hold on hold on hey Chandler come here. Is Chandler going to be on the podcast finally? Hey, what what chain of theater is the like really nice theater up here in Cleveland? UEC. I C U P. Yep. Thank you, honey. I'm sorry that you have to now edit all that out because that's, that's okay. totally unusable. Nah, it's all staying in. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I okay. So after that incident, I get into the theater. It's this massive, massive theater, and it's filled entirely with Grinches. Children. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> May as well be children. Ah. And there was a lot of rapping in this Grinch movie. <laughs> uh, they did a lot of memes. Okay. A lot of memes. I love memes. And Benedict Cumberbatch um, should not have been in this movie. <laughs> uh, it is weird that he does not have a british accent because i feel yeah. like if he was using his classic smaug mm-hmm. voice <laughs> it would yeah. have been awesome it would have been so good and to steal from a podcast we listen to called blank check mm-hmm. they are exactly right in the fact that he should have gone with like his smaug voice or done some sort of imitation of the original narration of the grinch because that would have been good mm-hmm. but instead they didn't and um I wish I had my money back. Uh, it can't have been that bad. But it's because I'm not into artsy films, and I just didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little over your head. I was thinking that. Well, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this one, I feel like I'm just going to get it. I'm just not going to get this one. This is a little... Play this at cans. <laughs> not for me. Not for me. Yeah, no, that might have been part of my problem with uh, The Four Realms, because... Ah. Uh-huh. I think there was just a lot of like symbolism that I didn't get, like similar to in Spider Man Two when the girl comes in and is like, "Do you want some chocolate cake?" And I'm like, <laughs> "This means something. I know it does." Uh, I don't... Capitalism. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's gotta be it. That is the movie we're talking about. Is Spider Man Two, 
neither of mm-hmm. these two films we've we've been talking about previously. Yeah, yeah, we we do need to mention that this is a Spider-Man Two podcast. Yes, not Spider-Man One, and not the Amazing Spider-Man Two, which is what comes up first when you type in Spider-Man Two onto IMDb. Yeah, yeah, because IMDb is an idiot. It's skewed on. Why would I ever want to look at the IMDb page for Spider-Man Two or Amazing Spider-Man Two? What a what a bad movie, Spider. I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yep, and we're done talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Has the best Spider-Man costume out of every. True, movie. we did we address that in the last episode, yes. but it is a bad movie and mm-hmm. is not worth our time. Nope. Um, Paul Giamatti does play the Rhino, and that's kind of. You know, he does. Movie. That's kind of a highlight of the movie. Yeah. Now I do want to watch it again and just watch for <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Like sometimes I'll listen to an album and be like, I'm gonna just listen to like the Paul electric Giamatti. guitar on this listen listen through. I want to do that with Amazing Spider-Man Two with just Paul Giamatti. And every time he's not on screen, just be like, what? <laughs> no. Yeah, my favorite my favorite experience of listening to Dark Side of the Moon is trying to figure out at which point Paul Giamatti is speaking. Mm-hmm. It's hard to and tell. What's, it, it is hard to decipher, but he's in there. He's in there for most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are talking about Spider-Man 2, directed by Sam Raimi, as a follow-up to our last episode, which was um, about Spider-Man 1, also directed by Sam Raimi. This is the yeah. Empire Strikes Back in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, as people like to say about the second installment in any trilogy. Of anything. <laughs> but it works for this one because it is like the best one, so... Um, I feel like the second installment in a lot of trilogies tends to be the best. And yeah. here's why. Because, like, you know there's going to be a third one. Because we've already gotten to the point where there's a sequel. So, like, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, it ends with Han Solo being in Carbonite. Um, and you don't have to worry about wrapping up all these loose ends. But that doesn't really apply to Spider-Man 2. Because it really does kind of wrap everything up, doesn't it? Well, I mean, Spider-Man 1, at the end of it, he's still a mutant. Like, he can never have a normal life. This is not the life Peter Parker wanted. He is tragic in that sense, in my opinion. That's true. He did look out a window and solemnly say or mumble, am I not supposed to have what I want? (laughs) That is a thing that happened in this movie. I do. I, I was pleased at the end of the film when Peter Parker's soul was released from his spider prison and uh, he was killed. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about this one or the first one? No, this one. Hmm. Did I watch the same movies? You must have watched the Spider-Man 2.1 cut. Mm-hmm. I watched the Japanese version. I actually did watch 2.1 and I wasn't sure which scenes were extended. I looked it up briefly and like there's a couple. Spider-Man of, one and a half. Um. I assume it was the worst scenes that like mm-hmm. that I was like, why are why are these two characters still talking? <laughs> um, Sam Raimi, someone told him, hey, you need to make that scene shorter, but he made another cut where he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep this dialogue, <laughs> like just for just for Sam Raimi. Yeah, just for him. Um, but yeah, let's talk about our experience with this movie as a kid, and okay. I would like for you to go first. I sure will. As I mentioned in uh, the first Spider-Man um, report. I hadn't done that in a while. Go on. Okay. Thank you. Uh, as I mentioned in the... Okay. Uh, rule of threes. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I'm really done. As I mentioned in... 
end scene. But as I mentioned in the first, uh, our, our first recording of Spider-Man, it was and has been a tradition, you know, well, you know, through all of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man series for me to see them with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. So that one continued in this one. I, I went and saw it with my grandmother. Uh, I believe it was at, do you remember the movie theater that was in the uh, the mall, Hamilton Place? Yes. It was, it it was, I believe sucked, it was at, it? it was awful. It was a very, very bad, no good theater. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw it there. And uh, this movie, for me, for lack of a better word, uh, kicked butt. Oh. And uh, it, it kicked a, it kicked a lot of butt for me. It kicked bad guy behind. It did. I thought it was when I was a kid. I thought it was very cool. Uh, I thought it was slick. I loved Doctor Octopus. This was when I first started getting into drawing superheroes. Plug the Etsy page, the Nostalgia Boys. Uh, first started getting into drawing superheroes. Um, this is when I got the video games. This is when um, I, I just I just fell in love with Spider-Man after this movie. Mm. I liked the first one as a kid, but this one made me love him. This one I took home to Mama. <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. So for me, as I said, I saw the first one in theaters. It scared me a lot. <laughs> um, I did not see this one in theaters, and I don't think I saw it until a few years later in life. I was probably in like middle school or high school, hmm. um, and I didn't even like it that much when I saw it as a kid. I thought it was boring. <laughs> I don't really know why I thought that. I just always. I'll give you. I'll give you that though. There are parts of it where I I can agree. It it can get heavy. Yeah. And, and let's be real, compared to Spider-Man 3, this movie is boring. <laughs> that doesn't mean that it's worse than Spider-Man worse. 3, because it's certainly not. But yeah. only one villain? No, thank you. Give me three, please. <laughs> uh, well, if no... you count the bank as the second villain, then you know. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. maybe they do all have three villains. Who's the third villain in this one? I guess Harry. Harry's kind of a villain yeah, in all of them. Yeah, a very drunk Harry. Mm-hmm. Science. Science is the third villain. Yes. <laughs> Just uh, the over overarching concept of science. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think it was until definitely much after I saw Spider-Man 3 that I realized that this one was widely regarded as the best Spider-Man movie and went back and watched it and was like, oh, no, it is actually much better than I thought. But, um, yeah, I... I'd never like. I don't think I really have as much of a connection to this one as I did the first one. Yeah, I will say as a kid, um, the the actor that played Doc Ock, Alfred Molina, I had a very small idea of how many actors were in Hollywood, mm-hmm. so I didn't know who Alfred Molina was. Um, superstar Alfred Molina, mm-hmm. um, Broadway um, Broadway star Alfred Molina, uh, movie star Alfred Molina. But I, I will give you two guesses to guess from my juvenile mind who I thought played Dr. Octopus. Um, okay. See, here's the thing is I also thought someone else played him, but I'm trying to remember who it was that I okay. thought. Um, it, it is someone that looks enough like him from a distance. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. Who is it? Wait, no, Mike I want to My- actually... Uh, okay. Mike Myers. <laughs> My- 
<laughs> okay, I was smarter than that. <laughs> okay. That's amazing. Yeah. If only. <laughs> yeah, I thought Mike Myers played Dr. Octopus because I had a very small sphere of it, a sphere of influence of actors in the world. Mm. I can remember specifically as a child being asked who my favorite celebrity was. And my response was Tom Bergeron from, <laughs> from America's Funniest Home Videos. I feel like you've your like comedic delivery style has been influenced by him probably more than you would want to admit. Tom Bergeron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not not in a bad way. I you know that I think you're a funny person, but like the host of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, but mainly and America's F-B. funniest home videos, Tom Bergeron, my acting hero. <laughs> Someone falls off a seesaw and he's like, "Oh, I bet you did. He didn't seesaw that Too one coming." <laughs> <laughs> That's your brand of comedy. <laughs> Young Clint saw that and was like, "This guy knows this guy what he's gets doing." It. Oh, what a good moment. friend of the show, Tom Bergeron. Yeah, Tom, you're welcome on anytime. We've said it once. We've said it a thousand times. Yeah. Um. So who did you can you remember who you thought? it no, was? No. And, and it's killing me. If I can remember, I'll announce it on social media. But I know there was someone who for a long time I thought played Doc Ock and then figured out that it wasn't him. Is it someone of prominence? Like, can you at least tap in that far? Yeah. And I, it was not as outrageous as saying someone like Mike Myers for sure. Was it um, Tom Bergeron? It wasn't Tom Bergeron. Okay. I really can't remember. I'll try and figure it out. Yeah, interject you know. organically whenever yeah. you get a chance. Okay. I will say speaking of other like me. yeah, <laughs> god. <laughs> speaking of um other actors, did you know trivia quick trivia fact hmm. that um Jake Gyllenhaal was going to play Spider-Man in this version? I didn't know that. Well, you did? Yeah, I knew he was in talks for it. Yeah, early on. like he had he had started production on Spider-Man 2 because Tobey Maguire hurt his back. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I knew that he was in talks the first go round to play him. Oh, I didn't know no, that. No, no, no. For for, almost... for this one, they were like they brought him in, you're like they're like you're Spider-Man because Tobey's hurt. I mean, and then you you take Tobey Maguire and make him a little more good-looking and it's Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. <laughs> They're the same. Your favorite actor, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I've I've said this before, maybe not on this show, but I, for some reason I have an irrational hatred for him. No clue why. And he's you have done a Twitter feud with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, we just we got in a fight about something. I don't remember exactly what it was. He brought um, the argument to a place it shouldn't have gone. He took yeah, it too far. I, I said I didn't care to see him anymore. He started texting me over and over, hey, I would really like to make this right. And I said, listen, Jake, it's not really worth it. Um, and then yeah, no, he, to, then he got super famous. And so uh, yeah. then it was like, okay, kind of wish I still had that connection anymore. Haven't heard from him in a long mm-hmm. time. Um, would love to have him on the show and kind of hash this out. But I don't know if he'd be open ah, to yeah, that. Yeah, if we can, I'd be totally down for that. What if we could get Tom and Tom Jake, and Jake. On the same episode? Ah, power hour. Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Jimmy anyway, Timmy Power Hour. Should we talk about our impressions of this movie upon rewatching it? 
Absolutely. Um, but first, we do need to say our numbers. And I do want yes. preference preface this by saying I gave Spider-Man 1 a 9. That was in yeah. fault. That was a that bad was, <laughs> decision. That was a bad mistake. I'm glad you so, can admit that. Can I can I retroactively bump it down? You can because I did that with Spy Kids too. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So now that we've cleared the air, let's do. Uh, I'm gonna make way for Spider Man two. Ready? Yep. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. one seven. Eight. Okay. 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 Fair we're, enough. We're pretty close on this. Yeah. Pretty close. So we cannot both agree that arbitrarily it's better than the first one. Oh, definitely. Yes. For sure. Um, oh, so why for you, why was it a seven and not an eight? Because you gave, you gave the first one a six. So it was better, but not incrementally better. Um, because I still think it suffers from a lot of very bad dialogue, um, which I'll probably get into when <laughs> we start talking about it in more depth. Um, I think... There's a lot of like areas in which it could have been more subtle, even though it is a comic book movie. Like, I don't know, just like the first like three scenes is is him is Peter Parker going throughout his life and being like, oh, you're failing this class, and then like <laughs> some other part of his life is messed Here's up. Some backpacks. Then, yeah, yeah, and flat, it's flat, just flat. I don't know. I just I think um, superhero movies since then mainly the the newer or the the better MCU movies don't feel any less comic book ish than this movie, but they're a lot more subtle in ways that like they don't feel like I don't see every single scene and think, okay, I see exactly what they're trying to set up here, and it gets yeah kind of kind of annoying. But that being said, I very much enjoyed this movie. I think it's better than the first one. The visual effects are much better. Um, I think the story overall is better. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I give it an eight just because I agree with you. I think that the visual effects are far better than the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, the action scenes, a few in particular, are riveting. Uh, there's moments in it where it's kind of scary. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll hit on that later. Um, I think Alfred Molina is a good actor and I think he serves the character justice. And I honestly think he carries this movie, mm -hmm. but, um, I, I can def, I can definitely agree with you in the fact that there is some dumb writing in it. It does suffer from, uh, juvenile writing and juvenile moments and forced connections and yes. forced disconnections. Um, and also, there are some pretty whiplash-heavy tonal shifts yes, in the movie. Yes, very much some, so. <laughs> some very, very startling tonal shifts in this movie. The ver the first one that comes to mind, and maybe you were thinking this as well, oh, okay. is the Can't, scene... What? The scene where he's taking off his shirt? Uh, no, oh, go, no. <laughs> you go ahead. I'll, and then the, I'll say the, mine. The first one that comes to mind with me is whenever he's about to go to MJ's play, uh -huh. and um, he it's like that shot of outside his apartment, and he's like taking off his shirt, getting ready, uh -huh. and then it plays like this like Jason Mraz, you know, type 
music behind it. Yeah, it's like yeah. the slow guitar, soft guitar behind it. It's I like, did write in my notes, weirdest needle drop ever. But it was probably normal yeah. back then, like mid-2000s. Yeah, but it was like a transition shot you would see in Friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was weird. That, that was the most startling for me where I was like, am I watching a commercial right now? Yeah, uh, that's a good example of that. The one I was thinking of was the scene where Doc Ock is being operated on and suddenly we're in a very scary horror movie. <laughs> no no <laughs> longer a superhero movie. Which like It is very scary. That is a cool scene. I like it's it's very riveting, like you said. Yeah. But it also feels like a totally different movie. And, oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if it was if the whole movie could latch on to that magic, mm -hmm. the movie I think would be better. But uh yeah, I agree. If it was like kind of a body horror type film, which overall I think it, if it, it just, is, yeah, I think if it just picked a tone and stuck with it, <laughs> yeah. I my point, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think did come before yours, but okay, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, so I win, but it it was Congrats. startling for me. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, when you said there's a lot of forced connections, I think. That's mm -hmm. a good way to say it too, because like for instance, when he uh, the Doc Ock is robbing a bank, which like first of all, I want to go go ahead and say like props to a superhero movie for just having a villain rob a bank. That's the best. Right. I love and that. Making it like pretty logical. Yeah, it's like a really fun fight scene. Yeah, uh, here's your change. But like the fact that Peter just happens to be at the bank with his aunt talking mm -hmm. about her foreclosure. Like <laughs> with Joel McHale, <laughs> right when Doc Ock comes to rob the bank, like it's like okay, whatever. Like you can get away with that in a comic book, but I would like right. to see a little bit more. In a it movie. was a little coincidental, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff like that, but overall, it's a very fun movie. I yeah. connect to it emotionally much more than the first one. I agree. I definitely agree with you in this. Mm -hmm. That I feel like it is more emotionally mature in a lot of ways than. The first one, like it, yes. it deals with not only Peter having to tell his aunt that he's responsible for his uncle's death, which I think was played perfectly by the actress that played Aunt May, but also, yes, it has to deal with like life, it, like real life issues, mm -hmm. like her house being foreclosed on or the fact that she's running low on money. All the emotional beats are really about Aunt May, if you can't tell. Uh, Yeah. And she is she's really good in this movie, and yeah. her relationship with Peter is kind of the heart of the movie, much more than his relationship with Mary Jane, which right, which is trying I think to was be, supposed but. to be the heart of the movie. Yes. yes, I agree. I believed Aunt May and Peter's relationship far more definitely, um, and yeah, I think um, it just deals really well with like the idea of like the the first one's like he's a superhero now, that's really cool. But this one's all about like how hard it would be to be a superhero and also be a human right. being. And Peter Parker is so bad at being a human being. <laughs> and but I think that's very much intentionally done. Some of it is just bad writing and the things that he says. But yeah. it's supposed to be like he's bad at humaning, you know? Yeah, he's he's awkward. He he probably has some kind of social disorder where he can't connect with people. Yeah, but, and that might just be brought on by the fact that he has superpowers. Yeah. Um, well, he's always been that way. That's true, yeah. 
Um, can you give us a 10,000 foot view of this movie before we dig in more? Absolutely. I'm going to sling a web up to a non-existent building <laughs> and help us get up there. First, as long I as you're touch- shooting off screen, then we can just assume <laughs> there's something. There yeah. That attaches yeah. To. I want to say this before I forget about it because okay. I know I will. You know, whenever like the facility is imploding on itself and it's falling into the ocean. Yeah. What does Peter swing away on? There's no. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> there's no buildings or trees in the in the ocean. An airplane. An air an aeroplane. He he just kind of floats away. A seagull. A <laughs> seagull. He grab. He's he casts a net over a herd of seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> Can you Which, just imagine like he and Mary Jane just like bobbing up at like ah. He, he attaches a web to two different seagulls from each arm and then just like water skis to shore. Ah, uh, cool movie. That would be cool sick. movie. Uh, okay, but yeah, 10,000 foot view of this movie. Um, I promise I'll try to do better of not just like uh, blah, blah, blah at the very end, but I promise. That's okay. Will. I enjoy so, this. Eggs, eggs. I love you, Clint. I love you too. Thank you. I'm thankful <laughs> for you. But, um, gross. Uh, so, beginning of the movie. Ah, um, oh, how does this movie begin? <laughs> Uh, it's Peter being a bad human. Remind me. He's failing his classes. He gets fired oh, from yes. the Pe- fo- he, photo man. Peter, Peter's failing his classes. He, uh, he, he's doing bad. He gets hit in the face with a backpack. Mm. He's showing, he's showing up late to all his classes and mm. his doctor professor said, no, sir. He's no, also sir. showing up to his job, uh, which is delivering pizzas. And, uh, he, he shows up. He's a, a, a bicyclist. And the guy says, deliver these pizzas now or else we lose the contract to Pizza Yurt. And uh, <laughs> he, he, I don't know why I remember that, but he, take, <laughs> he takes these pizzas uh, all the way seven blocks. He decides to take 25 minutes to put on a Spider-Man outfit and swing through the city, saving some kids, uh, stealing some pizza back. Uh, hey, that, he stole that guy's pizza. Very funny line. Mm. Uh, then, then he delivers the pizza. It's three minutes late and the lady making some gross ASMR sounds with her mouth says she's not going to pay for that. Mm. And Peter says pizza time. And that's very funny. Then he, he leaves, he gets fired. This is like a 250 foot view of the movie so far. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. We're getting there. Uh, but, but anyway, Peter has some, uh, trouble with some relationships in his life. Uh, it's his birthday, by the way, we need to touch on that. Happy birthday, birthday, Peter. I've read the Peter Parker, but um, he, Mary Peter. Jane, Mary Jane feels neglected by him. Uh, she, he's he's supposed to see her play because she's in the importance of being earnest on Broadway. And, Is that play, what uh, play it was? It, yep, that's what it was. Okay, cool. But uh, he misses it, and basically his life's falling apart. And then his powers—they done go away. Mm. But Harry, uh, you know, inversely, Harry's also kind of mad at Peter. Well, not mad at Peter. He's just wondering kind of what happened to his dad. Because mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Spider-Man done killed his dad, according mm-hmm. to Harry. Uh, but but Peter friend with Peter Peter friend with Spider-Man. <laughs> but um, P, uh, Harry Harry knows this very smart man who's doing something with Vision, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his name is Otto Octavius, and he's mm-hmm. got metal arms in his back to help with the uh the help with the fission the burn with and the science with the science he's got science arms more arms more science <laughs> fact uh but then the sun electrocutes his arms and the arms are smarter than him and then his wife done dies mm. uh and then doc ock becomes doc ock and he's a bad super villain peter's powers are still gone 
and then the car gets thrown at him and he gets his he gets his jam back and he's got to save Mary Jane but Mary Jane's uh he, she's going to get married to an astronaut mm. uh who is J Jonah Jameson's son who becomes Manwolf uh in comics but mm. anyway I digress uh Peter Peter saves Mary Jane cuz Doc Ock kidnaps her and then Doc Ock says I will not die a monster and then he dies a monster and then Peter says Mary I, I cannot marry. I cannot love you. He doesn't say am, Mary. He says MJ. I cannot love you. I am. Uh, I am Spider Man, and <laughs> Spider Man can no love. And then Mary Jane says, "But Peter, I love." And then she runs away from her wedding. And I guess that's good enough for Peter to say, "Guess you'll die." <laughs> and and then she yeah. says, "Go get him, Tiger." And then he he gets him, Tiger. He gets him, Tiger. It's yeah. pretty good. Um, great job. Um, crowd. I, do you wanna... I saw you get the button. Yeah, there you go. I wanted to delay it so that I could make it sound like I was prompting them to applaud, so that you didn't actually do that good of a job. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. Harry is ah uh, bad. Well, yes, he is James Franco, which is not my favorite actor, but uh, yeah. to say the least, he's the CEO of Oscorp now, right? <laughs> No, he is yeah. the head of special projects. Okay, so... He has no college degree. Yeah, he didn't go to college. <laughs> That's what I was getting um, to. He And or he's he, the head of special projects, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know science. You're the closest thing to a scientist I, I know. Did, I do have a degree in civil engineering. and So he's in school now, right? Is he in school and he's also the head mm-hmm. of special projects? No, it doesn't mention that he's in college anymore. Yeah. So it as a, even, it only mentions it for Peter, but um, I guess after his dad's death, he decides college is not for him. So. Now there's a chance that more than four years have passed, and False. Harry has already graduated. But False, okay, because uh, Aunt May says, "Can you believe that it's been two years since your uncle Ben was taken?" You so. right. You right. That's why you're here. Yeah, so, so here, Harry is just I a have the very underqualified boy. Yes, very underqualified. Uh, he, it was a nepotism in, in place. I love Posthumous the scenes. <laughs> I love when he's just like, Doc Ock is like, uh, thanks to Ob's Corp for funding this project. And he's just like, happy to pay the bills. Like like you would ever say that <laughs> in a presentation <laughs> like that. <laughs> I love Doc Ock's line of saying, before we begin, we found if anybody loses a roll of twenty dollar bills, because we found a rubber band. That's very a good funny, joke. very funny, Doc Ock. You you got eighty dollars, Doc Ock. Why did you think that joke was relevant to <laughs> the thing you were about to show them? It was an anecdote, you know, like how pastors will say some kind of joke. Yeah, and, but it usually oh, ties in somehow. Like, well, I like when pastors say they started out and they say sex. Now I got your attention. <laughs> um, or like, now hey, let's talk about Paul. Did you see the <laughs> the game last night? At least I'm not a. I'm not Georgia a Saints fan. fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. Anyway, let's talk about. Um, let's, the abstinence. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, I I feel like that scene and then the chocolate cake scene. I was like, <laughs> there, there's something to this dialogue that has to be important because it stayed in the movie, but why is it there? 
I guess, I mean, you could look at it in some sense of saying, like, there's meaningless dialogue in real life. Sure. in a movie, it is important for everything to have some kind of subtext or importance to it that we can trace back. Yeah, at least plot. At least in smart writing. Um, okay, let's just go ahead and say this. Peter is not a good friend. He's a bad, uh, he's a bad no. boy. <laughs> Can we just talk about well, how bad he is at being a human being for a minute? Here's the thing. A bad a bad friend to who? Because Harry said uh, at his birthday party, you would tell me if you if who Spider-Man was if you knew him, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think Peter should because Harry's clearly already emotionally disturbed. Yeah, he he definitely shouldn't. And he doesn't even lie to him. He just doesn't say anything. That's true. He doesn't he doesn't say no. But yeah, he just doesn't say anything. I think I was more saying to Mary Jane, he's a to bad Mary friend. Jane. Oh, absolutely bad friend. Multiple times they say like they're best friends. She calls him her best friend, which um, is weird. Which is weird because I feel like they haven't gotten there. Because at the beginning of the first one, he just had a crush on her, mm-hmm. and then like I don't know, maybe and and then it acts like they haven't seen each other for a long time since the first one. Right. So it's like when did they reach this best friend status? IDK. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and Harry like. She's in the kitchen milling about with Aunt May, and Harry's like, "Do you see the way she looks at you?" Like, mm. no. And I was like, uh, "Y'all dated, bud. Y'all dated, bud. You That's liked weird. her. You wanted to buy her something. <laughs> make you feel better. Make you feel better." But Harry was perpetually drunk in this movie. Was he? Actually? Yeah. Abs- oh no, but oh. like that's what his character was—perpetually yeah. drunk. Uh, yeah. It seems like it. I don't mm-hmm. get him, really. No, me either. Um, I was mainly yes, saying MJ. Peter is a bad friend to MJ because just he doesn't honor his commitments. Mm-mm. He doesn't. He don't. Like, I don't know. I didn't feel any pity for him when she, like, gave him the cold shoulder after not coming to the play because I was, yeah. I was like, dude, even though he was, like, saving someone, I don't know. I don't know, man. You gotta, you gotta be there when you tell someone you're going to their play. That's more important. Or, or at least own up to it and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he stand, he he hid, he hid from her. He did, and and so he should have at least owned up and stood out there and been like, I am so sorry. This is what happened. Yeah. But instead, he kind of let her figure it out on her own, and that's and he, even worse. And he was like, Oh, there's this usher. Somebody needs to talk to that usher. Hey, it's not the usher's fault. <laughs> He's <laughs> doing his job. It's not. There are signs, and the usher was doing his job. I just want to defend this usher's honor mainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like when but, uh, she says at some point in the movie, she goes, "I'm seeing somebody now," and he goes, "Oh, therapy." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, therapy. <laughs> He's a bad human. <laughs> it's not good. He's an alien. <laughs> That's why his body was adept to spider powers, because he's not from this earth. And then also at one point, I think uh, someone asks him, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, um, uh, Doc, Mrs. Yeah, Octavius. That's right. And he goes, I don't really know. And it's like, the answer is no, Peter. No, you don't have a girlfriend. You don't even almost have one. Why would you the say closest, that? The closest thing he has to a girlfriend is Mr. Dickovich's daughter. And... <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't even have a name. No, it's no, Olga she does. It's old. Like uh, no, yeah, I she has a name. I can't remember, but yeah, it's chocolate cake girl, <laughs> cake girl. 
we've we've been dancing around this. The chocolate cake scene <laughs> is baffling. Can you explain to me why it's in the movie? So let me set the scene. Let me set the stage here. Okay. Okay. This is a, about an hour into the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Roughly an hour. And Peter's staring out the window out of his very dirty apartment. He literally says, um, am I not supposed to have what I want, what I want? <laughs> before she wants it? <laughs> John's is a cake time, we, baby. Is it because this whole time we've missed the subtext of him being like, I just want to be, I just can't be Spider Man and I really want some chocolate cake. And then, and then she milk. brings the, then in the glass of milk and then she brings him a, uh, some milk. But anyway, you hear, uh, you hear a knock on the door behind him. No, she walks in first ring. and then she apologizes. Yeah. She just walks. Uh, she in. walks in. Oh, and I'm sorry. I should have knocked. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was he wearing a shirt? Uh, I think so. Yes, he was wearing a shirt. There were a lot of shirtless Toby scenes in this. I mm-hmm. must add. But um, she she yeah she does that guffaw and then uh comes back in and she's like um, you want to have some chocolate cake? Blah blah blah. The, that nasty dialogue, that gross <laughs> nasty ASMR dialogue that we did before. Uh, that that ensues. And uh, then there's a scene of them eating cake, mm-hmm. and it's not chocolate. I will say it is that. not chocolate. It's, it's not yellow. chocolate cake. It's yellow cake. It's white cake. And and I I don't get it. Does she not understand that just because something has a little bit of chocolate on it, like maybe it had chocolate icing, that don't make it chocolate cake. It's not chocolate cake, and then. Then she says, oh, I got a message from your aunt. And then he goes to her house. And so, and then she's not in the movie anymore. So the whole point was, of that scene was for her to tell <laughs> him get, to go yeah. to his aunt's house. And she, I will say, what? In, in maybe And maybe some defense of this, Peter Parker's life has been crap for mm-hmm. this whole time. And she was the first nice person to him. So she was the first like person to show him like genuine kindness. Yeah. And maybe that was there for a reason, but I think that's what it was, but it needs at least one other small scene to like explain the significance. Right. It was, it was very weird. Cause she crushing on Peter, right? Mm hmm. She won't Peter and she don't care that he can't pay his rent. No. How much do you think his rent is? Oh, in that? Okay, well, cost of living in New York's got to be pretty yeah. high. But... We'll take it for 2004. 2004. He's in, like, a closet. He's in a studio, nasty apartment, probably in Hoboken. $40. $40. Mm-hmm. It's enough to where Mr. Dickovich decided to snatch a $20 bill out of his hand and decide that that was enough for right now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh man, his life is rough. Mm-hmm. It's a bad Very rough. Life. Why doesn't he just live with his aunt? Like, I know. It's right? like he's in college and And he goes and sees her enough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't man. know. Like think economical Peter. Think economical Peter. It's probably because um he he, he couldn't change in front of her anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, um, we Oh, that actually could... is I was a dumb question. I think he doesn't live with her because he's spider-man and he has to hide that part of his life that, that might be it who knows um i was so, gonna say it's because they they shared a bed in the past and he's become far too strong 
And so they, they can't share the bed anymore with Aunt May. What? I don't even get no, it. I, I, made, I made that up. Okay. The bed is at an angle because he's so strong now. Yeah, yep. Um, yeah. He So Doc Ock tells him he should read poetry to her. So he takes a book of poetry and goes to the mm. laundromat and starts reading it. And then later and he just gross, starts. And it makes me feel weird. He starts just quoting it at Mary Jane when he has nothing else to say. And she's like, what? What are you doing? What, are you saying? what does he say? He's like, her eyes were like ravens. Her, was yeah, like, her eyes were like raisins. Raisins. Uh, <laughs> I will say the the scene with uh, Doc Ock and Peter and Mrs. Ock was, was sweet. Yeah, it was a good scene. Because it was the life that Peter wishes he had. Mm-hmm. He wishes that he could be scientist with his wife. Mm-hmm. But he can't because he's Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. We don't know. He could be scientist with he, his wife yeah, someday. Yeah, that's true because we haven't seen the third one yet. But uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, I will I will say that um, Alfred Molina, as I said earlier, carried this movie. He just desold this entire movie. I I don't have any problems with his performance, but for me, I don't think his performance was that much of the reason I liked it. What do you like so much about it? It was very human, like in a lot of ways. Like, yeah, he turned bad, but he, I felt like the moments where he, you know, was talking to his appendages, uh, the, the tentacles on his back, uh, was very good. And he was redeemed at the, at the very end. And that's, you don't see that a lot in that's superhero true. movies. And so I liked it. Um, turns I, out technology is the evil one. Yeah, it's just because his chip was destroyed. Yeah, and really, my inhibitor chip. He's really and truly a very similar villain to the Green Goblin. <laughs> They're pretty right. much the it's same. Not, it, it, he he is bad through no fault of his own. Uh, yeah, and like even their final fight is like him struggling, like to decide if he wants to be good or. But the evil kind of takes over. Yeah. Well, that's not really how it ends in the first one, I guess. The first well, one, I think, it, yeah, the, at, at, at the very end of the first one, evil actually um, does prevail. Evil does and prevail. That's what kills him, but Doc Ock actually will, dies of his own accord. Yeah, yeah, he chooses to die, mm-hmm. basically. But um, I will say this movie did have a startling Willem Dafoe cameo. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know the backstory on why he was in this movie? Uh, no, I don't think so. He was originally not written into the movie at all. Okay. And he was walking by the set on no. the day of filming. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, hey, Willem, want to come in here and be a mirror? Get in here. And he did. What What does he actually say to to Harry again? Answer me! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something like that. He just kind of yells something. I mean, Willem DeVoe has a startling face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very startling. He looks like he the actually- Antichrist. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, he actually ha- was originally going to have like a consulting credit for this movie, regardless, mm. because he he he's a very apt uh, physical actor. In it, like he does his own stunts. Mm. He is very fi- very you know athletic in what he does. So he actually coached Alfred Molina into into doing his own stunts, so that they wouldn't have to hire as much of a stunt man. As much of a stunt man. They just well, hired yeah. part of a stuntman. <laughs> part of a stuntman. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think we we have, even though we both said at the beginning that we like this movie, we've focused a lot on the negative things. So let's I, just go ahead and say some very, very fun action scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene on the train is obviously oh, so kind of good. what this movie is known for, I feel like. And it's yeah. very, very good. Th- that scene will be like forever in the ether of cinema, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Because it is very good. It's well choreographed. It has a lot of heart to it at the at the end, at least. Mm-hmm. And it's just exciting. Like you see, you see Peter, and they look the most like their animal counterparts at this at this moment. Like you see, it looks like a spider fighting an octopus. Yes. Um, and then he also steals. Mr. Incredible's move of stopping the train where he just puts his feet yes, down and breaks the, it. the boards. Um, He's they, like, oh. These movies came out the same year, right? That's what I'm looking yes. up right now. So, yeah, I think so. So explain so, yourself. Let's figure this out. Spider-Man Disney. 2 was June 30th and Incredibles okay. Okay, okay, okay. was... Mm, not editing this out. November not. 5th, Incredibles. Ooh. You ripped Explain off yourself, Spider-Man. Brad Bird. However, Incredibles is animated by Pixar, so I bet that scene was finished before. Probably. I I, I have I'm no, willing to make that wager. I have no qualifications to make that claim. <laughs> I don't know how long animation and live action take. Um, not important, but interesting. But it is a very good were. scene. It is, it's great, and just the whole, I still get... I, it's very moving when they're like, we won't tell when anyone. They're like, the kid's like, we won't tell anyone who you are. And he's like, just a kid. You know, they carry him. Uh, yeah. Good scene. Christ-like. Yeah. <laughs> across them. Which, the, the, those kids that were like, here's your mask. We won't tell nobody. Those are uh, Tobey Maguire's half-brothers. Mm. So, in real life. But um, the, the I, I like, I didn't get choked up, but a moment where it's like, I could get choked up at this point if I had some alcohol in my system and was emotional. <laughs> yeah. um, it was when, like, the people were like, you'll have to go through me. You'll have to go. Th-. And, like, oh, yeah. you could tell that they, like, were scared, like, piling in front of him. Like, they looked nervous. And he just but, pushes yeah. them aside. He, he doesn't very kill well. Them. And then pushes them aside and probably kills a few of them. <laughs> Because they're not strong like Spider-Man. What if he had just stabbed them all? <laughs> stabs through them. Because that's one thing that happens early in the movie is he pulls out he the sharp blade. He pulls out the sharp blade out of his yeah, tentacle. True. He never really tries to use that again. How is that used for science purposes? Eh, it's for like cutting open squids and finding out how what their nerves are connected to and stuff. Fair point. But uh, another action scene... Uh, has got to be the uh, the bank scene, obviously. You're right, Clint. Another action scene has got <laughs> to be the bank scene. I would classify that as... You butt. Uh, <laughs> I would classify that as an action scene. That's fair. It is the most hokey action scene, I think. I love it. But it is good. It is very, very good. Um, like where Spider-Man is or Spider-Man and Doc Ock are fighting vertically up a building as Aunt May uses her old lady strength mm-hmm. to hang on to an umbrella, which I'm 24 and I couldn't do that. Yes, you probably couldn't. And I want to say this because in the last episode, I was pretty hard on Spider-Man 1 for its visual effects. 
I think this that scene is an example of a scene that still looks aged, like that that scene would look a lot better mm-hmm. if it was made today, but it still holds up because it's yeah. I don't know. It's it's great, even though the CGI it, it looks very CGI ish. Yes, absol- absolutely. It works for me still. Um, which we 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 forgot to touch on this um th- earlier. This this recording does come out in nearly uh over nearly a week and a half since uh, the creator of Spider Man, Stan Lee, passed away. Oh yeah, that's crazy. We um, haven't mentioned that yet. We, yeah, we didn't mention that. Which I mean, obviously, he made an impact in a lot of ways and was incredibly wealthy. But um, <laughs> he was, and but, he did uh, leave um his entire state estate to our podcast, which. Nobody has been talking about yet. We're figuring out what our show is going to look like moving forward with all this money that we have and with the rights to Spider-Man. We inherited $45 trillion. Uh We don't need to do this, but we're doing it. We're doing it for the fun. I'd say we can buy a couple of better mics, probably. (laughs) (laughs) We can figure out how to work Discord on the first go around. (laughs) Yeah. We can take a class on on (laughs) digital communications. Um, but uh, he had a cameo at this moment in the movie, which was him pulling a child away from falling debris. Yeah, uh-huh. one of his briefest cameos. Which he, he was originally supposed to be the guy that says, "Hey, he took that guy's pizza," but mm. the take was not good, so they refilmed it with the uh, with the guy that's in the movie now. Wow! Um, so Stanley just died, and you're gonna slam his acting skills on our podcast. I said the take. I, I said know. The take. You were very tactful about how you said it, and then I just called Correct. you out. <laughs> um, but that this moment in the movie, uh, moments that I think was kind of like emotionally resonant with me, probably because I saw it with my grandmother and I knew how my grandmother acts, uh, was when Spider-Man was about to lunge himself towards Doc Ock, and behind Doc Ock's uh, back, as you mentioned earlier, the like uh, sword comes out of his yeah. tentacles. And uh, Aunt May goes, shame on you, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was very sweet. And then she she slams an umbrella into his head, which is enough to make him in slow motion. (laughs) Which we've established that Aunt May does not like Spider-Man. She doesn't. I don't We don't know if she like thinks he's evil or whatever, but she doesn't like him. But she's just like, oh, he's fine. Dirty. I don't like that. (laughs) So she pretty much. She's like even ground. Um, yeah. Okay. I do want to briefly touch on Peter and Mary Jane's relationship, mainly to say that it gets pretty exhausting by the end of this because the, the <laughs> yeah. first one oh, Lord. ends with him, with her finally saying, okay, I love you. And he's like, I can't be with you. And then he's like, oh no, I actually do love you. And she's like, it's too late. And then later she comes back to him and is like, I can't. I, she's like, I, I, I love you. And he's like, actually, I was wrong and I can't be with you. And then at the end, she's like, are you sure? And he's like, no, really, we can't be together. And by that point, I was like, I am. I don't even want them to be together. I just don't care anymore. Stop interacting him. with each other. <laughs> but then she runs to him. And like you said, uh, he's like, okay, I guess it's fine for you to die because of me. Now it's more than that. Yep, like, yep, yep. It, she actually does say it well. She's like, her line is good there. I think where she's like, it, it's not for fair for us to have to deny ourselves. Yeah, just that's true. For like, the sake of 
safety or whatever it's not it's not says. fair for us to deny our purity just for this moment of satisfaction is basically what you wanted to say <laughs> what it's, a moment of pleasure is not worth a lifetime of pain but mm. <laughs> uh but yeah i all that just just to say one or two too many emotional beats in that relationship yeah it, it tries yeah. to turn too many times and it's just as Taylor Swift says in We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, <laughs> this is exhausting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are uh, never getting back together. Yeah, uh, The part where they're in the in the shop having their interaction, mm-hmm. first of all, Painful. She's, enga- she's engaged. She is engaged. Uh, so keep, I'm, I'm not trying to shame anybody here, but, you know, have have a little bit of respect for yourself, MJ. Well, she's just having uh, a conversation. She's well, and then she said happens. And then, well, yeah, no, yeah, nothing. She never insinuates anything inappropriate. And the fact that she leans forward and goes, kiss me. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. She's kissing. She, 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 she kiss wants him. she wants a kiss mm-hmm. uh, pretty bad. But, but she just yes. wants to figure out if he's Spider-Man because she kissed her fiance upside down because she's like, mm-hmm. hmm, maybe she's you like, Spider-Man. Spider-Man? <laughs> I want to see a montage of her kissing every man in the city upside down. Are you Spider-Man? Excuse me, excuse me sir. Can you lay on the pavement really quick? <laughs> nope. It's not him. Nope. Not, not you. <laughs> Local woman going around kissing man. <laughs> kissing we upside found, down we've, men. We've tracked her on streets. She's known as the upside down redhead. <laughs> Say, say, toots, come come down to my slum. Give me a smooch. These are like street bits that they're doing with people. <laughs> Spider-Man uh, called to, to protect city against, against <laughs> serial kisser. And she just keeps trying to kiss him. No, Spider-Man. Uh, what's the mm. kissing Kate Barlow? It's like kissing Mary Jane. <laughs> Barlow. That's nothing. Yeah. That's what I just said is nothing. Can we move that was on? A gobbledygook. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not editing it out though because I have integrity and I want the listeners to know that I'm a human being and sometimes I'm not funny. <laughs> uh good point. But uh we need to talk about um Doc Ock's motivations. Okay. So his is powered not by evil, but simply by hubris mm. on what he's doing at this point. And uh, basically, he wants to build, was it a, a fusion of some kind? He wants to make a sun. Yeah, some kind of science stuff. Who cares? For energy. He wants to make it for energy. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly, fusion energy. I don't know. I don't get this stuff. But I digress. I broke. So that's why there was a pause. Yeah, I like that. Let's stay in. Thank you. Uh, good. But um, so, 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 he's... Uh, <laughs> He he wants to build this thing, and he needs tritium. So that's why he robs the robs the bank, is so he can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make make the thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Who's got tritium? Harry Potter does." Harry and Potter. so he he goes to Harry's house, and he he climbs up the wall. And I did like the fact that he was wearing sunglasses at night when he climbed up there. So. <laughs> Well, because he has goggles in the comics, so they're like, well, I guess he's got to have sunglasses because he's cool, and he wears a trench coat instead of a green like. He wore two trench (laughs) trench coats. He wore one that was leather, and then another one over it that was dingy. Mm. So, which, 
how do you think he puts his clothes on oh. with those arms? Do you think he like retracts them in far, like inside themselves, and then he puts the clothes over and then he bursts holes out? I think the holes had to be pre-cut, right? You think so? Mm-hmm. Like how you see dogs putting on diapers. You ever see that before? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. Where did that come yeah, from? Yeah, they, like, they have like holes cut in for, out for their tails. Why is that the thing you thought of? I don't know, <laughs> but that's what happened, baby, in my twisted mind. But um, so he breaks into Harry's house, which I did like seeing the dichotomy of like this crazy robot scientist man um, in Harry's like really nice house. I like yeah. seeing that. It was it was an interesting visual to me. Um, and he breaks into Harry's house. and He's like, I want the tritium. And he's like, bring me Spider-Man so I can kill him. And he's like, all right, cool. And uh, he he gets Spider Man, but That's he, says, when he don't the hurt Peter. Don't Not hurt knowing. Peter. Yeah, Uh-oh. Yeah, they're the same person, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, do they know? You but yeah, stupid he's like, idiot. He's like, how do I find Spider Man? He's like Peter Parker. You've met him before. He's friends with him. And he's like, okay, I'll throw a car at Peter. <laughs> <laughs> this will get his attention. This will get Peter's attention. Which I did find it interesting how um he he like in the coffee shop he threw a car at Peter one. He, he doesn't know Peter's a Spider-Man. He'd be mm-hmm. dead. Uh, and then at the end, after he steals Mary Jane, he throws Peter up against a brick wall. Like, yeah. what did he want him to do? Die? Yeah, I guess. Like, how is he going to find Spider-Man if he's dead? Well, um, I think part of it is the, the, the brick wall thing. I think those tentacles just kind of want to kill people. Yeah, but, probably so. Um, I, the sickest burn that any human could possibly do would be if Peter had just not e- had pretended to not even notice when he <laughs> threw the car through that window and just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Jane, do you feel a slight breeze? Yeah, like seems he cold ducks slightly and the car goes over him, or like he bends <laughs> down to tie his shoe and the car goes over him, and he's like drafty in here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would have been a burn, and that, been that a burn. probably would have driven Doc Ock mad, and he would have exploded. He would have exploded. Um, Clint, do you have any mm. other big stuff you want to talk about for this movie? You know, n- n- nothing of importance other than the fact that leading up to um, the third movie, Harry, at the end of the movie, does discover that his dad uh, was the Green Goblin. That is true. Yes. And so that he, is of importance. He knows that Peter is Spider-Man. Oh, and then also, yeah, he knows Peter Spider-Man. Mary Jane knows Peter Spider-Man. Alfred Molina knows Peter Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker. Smart but lazy. Is that what he says? Brilliant yes. but lazy. Something like that, yeah. Dumb and lazy, Peter Parker. <laughs> Stupid and fat and lazy. Really kind of an underwhelming student, Peter Parker. And, and I think I think Aunt May knows that Peter's Spider-Man too. I think in her heart of hearts she knows. Well, you can claim that, and no one can prove you right or wrong. So whatever. Well, what's your theory? Uh, I don't think she does. Do, is there any think, clues that she does? Yeah, I mean, well, for one, when he saves her, he like says something to her, and she kind of looks at him like I've heard that voice before. And then she gives him that whole lecture on, you know, in the past she has not liked Spider-Man. And then Mm. at the point where maybe she realizes that it is Peter, 
she gives Peter that speech of like, you know, maybe this city does need a hero type of thing. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe she does. When when he says that to her and she looks at him funny, though, I thought she was just responding to what he said because he's like, uh, we really showed him. And he's, she's like, what do you mean we? And it's just like, but a I mean, she kind of gives him a look like I've also kind of heard that voice before. That is certainly one way to read that scene. And maybe you're she, right. Uh, she had a very nuanced performance. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, anything other than that, I can't think of anything to really add other than I liked it. It's a good movie. It's a good superhero movie. Very good I superhero. like it. I like it a lot. You heard it here first. I like it. Clint, you're going to make yeah. fun of me however I try to transition into hot takes, so just do them. Fair enough. Hot takes from online. This is where we uh, look at reviews both from IMDb and newly from Amazon, not a sponsor of the podcast. Amazon. And just, and just see what people thought about uh, the movie in general. So here's one. comes from IMDb. It comes from Lisa for a day. And... Uh, <laughs> Lisa for a day gives it an 8 out of 10 and says in all caps I'm a 22 year old woman and I love Spider-Man so okay that's of importance Thanks, Lisa. this one this one comes from Jimbo dash 53 dash 186511 that's ah man too bad the others were taken but uh, this is the longest title I have ever seen in my life this is just the title uh, Jimbo gives it a 6 out of 10. He says, Offering Peter Parker some emotional conflict isn't a bad idea, but the sequel gets bogged down in the melodrama, resulting in a slightly unfocused plot and underused villain. I just thought it was funny because of how long it was, because that's a review in and of itself. That is a review. So uh, this next one comes unrated. This one comes from Romano SVU. And... <laughs> <laughs> Romano special victim. I really unit. liked that show up until <laughs> it's four. Ray Romano special victim. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play this out really quick. Pause. Pause. Hot takes. Okay. Well, this woman was stabbed. She was left in the gutter. Raymond. <laughs> well, there's some contusions. Raymond. That's my yeah. impression of Ray Romano. I, I don't have anything to contribute to this, but it's good. And I okay. love it. <clears throat> so this one comes from Romano SVU. Uh, the title is Piece of <laughs> Syndrome. Um, and the review says, In theater, if your first night performance has been a success, you relax when the second night comes. You think, hey, this is easy. I've done this once before. Acting isn't so hard. This is called piece of <laughs> syndrome, and it stands for piece of <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 suffers greatly from the fact that the producers know you'll come just to see Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus, so they can do whatever they want in between. So you and I were in acting in high school. Did this mm -hmm. ever happen to you? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't, I really don't understand what this person's point is. Yeah, really me either. There's no substance to this. So just sorry, Romano SVU. <laughs> Case closed. Um this this next one comes from Caitlin Parker on Amazon. She gives it a one out of five, and uh it simply says he sucks. So she's reviewed <laughs> she's reviewed this one 
and the last one. <laughs> she really just does hate the character of Spider-Man. <laughs> I really hope Toby Maguire. I really hope in the Spider-Man three episode, her review I know, I is haven't just looked yet. I have not looked yet. I hope her review is he's good. He's good. He's good in this one. <laughs> but that was funny. Um, this next one, I think, is one of my favorite reviews. Um, it has nothing to do with the movie. I'll preface that. Okay. It comes from Hey Z Waller. Uh, they give it a one out of five, and the review is titled "Help! I just got the Amazon Fire." And the <laughs> reviews, the review says, "Help! I got the Amazon Fire Stick. Can my children keep ordering this movie? I have the password set up, and it still charges me. I have even deleted all my purchases, and yet I am still being charged. Digital orders don't let me return or dispute. A huge flaw." Mm. So that, that's how Stan Lee Spider-Man got all his money smart. that he left to us. <laughs> yep. Yep. This one comes from uh, Je- Jeffrey A. Ward. Jeffrey gives it a one out of five. And he says, Toby Good movie bad. <laughs> I disagree with that so much. <laughs> yep. So uh, this final one. Uh, wow. Is so many of them. This final one. Yeah, I know. There's a lot because it's, um, it's a movie to me interesting and funny content and if it's funny to me that's all that matters uh because i make up 33 percent of the listenership Mm -hmm. but um this uh this review comes from um a kid's review that's the title a kid's review and a kid's review gives it a four a one out of five and uh, the title is this movie is booty Mm. and uh (laughs) the review says okay okay I give this movie a five star on graphics, but that is all graphics. this movie has. <laughs> the, the art, the art in the movie. <laughs> Toby Maguire sucks as the role of Spider-Man. Hmm. Kirsten Dunst is hot, but I would like, <laughs> Car- <laughs> but I would like Carmen Electra as MJ. <laughs> Sam Raimi. <laughs> Sam Raimi? Who is this loser? His plots suck so bad that I would rather eat my dog's crap than watch this crappy crappy work. Never, ever, 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 ever buy this movie when it comes out on DVD. I would buy it to burn. P.S. Dr. Octopus has the best storyline in this movie. (laughs) That is my favorite review we've ever done on this show. Yep. So that's been Hot Takes from Online. Oh no! I did the wrong sound effect, which means we're already in sinful moments oh, now. No. Okay, Lee, okay, hold on. Let's try this again. That's been hot takes from online. Thank you. Hey, Would you sh- got some more room in your tummy? <laughs> <laughs> what's you- going? What's going in my tum tum? Can I interest you guys in some dessert tonight? Inject me with some sinful moments. <laughs> uh, so this is pretty funny. I'm looking at this parents guys page <laughs> what oh no i haven't said the funny things yet i would like for you to guess um kind of okay. what you think is in let's say the violence and gore section um probably that a man gets like stabbed through the stomach in the hospital mm. or that you see needles going into dr octopus's neck mm. and no. spine so none of that is in here. Um, okay, that's pretty bad, though. It does say 
So everything is written in present tense in this section, which is very funny to me. So it <laughs> it's says still happening. Things like Doc Ock is using money bags to to beat Spider Man. <laughs> Doc Ock is using his tentacles in an attempt to crush Spidey's head. <laughs> Spidey is using no. Oh, this is my favorite. <laughs> Spidey is using tables to defeat the villain. <laughs> And then it says, the train fight is very intense, semicolon. We can see Spidey's suit getting ripped over his body. Oh, no. And then oh two, no. two bullet points down, it says, the final fight between Doc Ock and Spidey is very intense, much more than the train fight. I feel like this was someone else who was just trying to outdo the person before. They're like, excuse me. Excuse um, me. Lest we forget. Uh, what else is interesting in here? Frightening and intense scenes. Uh, what do you think is in there? Um, there's probably a moment where glass breaks and cuts up Dr. Octopus's wife. No, it doesn't say that. Okay, what about the fight in the hospital? Uh, that is in here. Here's what it says. Okay. Doc Ock is killing the doctors in the surgery room <laughs> one by one with his tentacles, yep. comma, it can give you a feel it's also a horror movie. It can give you a feel. Doc Ock is might be very scary sometimes. <laughs> he is might be very scary. And then once again, it says the train fight is very intense. <laughs> not to not to make you forget, there is a train fight and it's very intense. So, is there anything in my favorite category? Uh, sex and nudity. Yeah. There is one bullet point of three words. Would you like to try and guess what it is? Um, a chest scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just says two kissing scenes. Oh, um, is there any uh in, any uh, profanity? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not interesting. <laughs> Heck, poo. Yeah, there was that moment where Peter said, "Um, hey, 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 I'm gonna go take a dump." <laughs> Wait, did he say that? No. Oh. I didn't get the joke you were doing. I don't know. <laughs> hey, MJ, I'm going to go drop the kids hey, off at the pool. I don't get it, Peter. Do you love me or not? <laughs> hey, do you want a piece of cake? Oh, yeah, that cake looks like dump. <laughs> it doesn't, though, because it's yellow cake. <laughs> you yeah, idiot. For the, it's not thanks chocolate. For the cake. Thanks for the cake. I'm going to go dump. <laughs> Uh well that has been sinful moments. So good, good job. Let's get into our three questions. Clint, yeah. is this movie good for kids? Um yeah, I think that it is. I, I think, think so that too. it is. I mean, I do think that it probably isn't good for like young kids, but like I, I'd say 12, 12 and up is good. Yeah, I think so. I, I think we have when we're watching a PG thirteen movie, we have to take that into account. So is it good for age appropriate kids? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Is, um, it, is it good for age-appropriate kids to be determined? Yes. <laughs> uh, is it good for adults? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Very much. We say that like we're surprised that that word is coming out of our mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, is it? Does it stay in the test of time for you? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So this movie enters into our pantheon of three out of three questions. Hang its rafters, or hang its rafters <laughs> in the in the jersey. 
hang its rafters in the jersey. So some announcements. In our next episode, we will be talking about the movie Spider-Man 3, which is much less boring than this one because it has three villains. <laughs> yeah, it has. let's count them. I already know them. There's uh, Green Lantern. Uh-huh. Doctor, Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. And Sam Raimi. And Sam Raimi, he comes in. <laughs> Have you seen pictures of him directing Spider-Man? He wears a suit. Why? I don't know. Maybe Sam, that's why the third on, one's so bad. Hey, hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Why are you wearing suit when you direct? It's got to be hot. Hey, Sam, you don't have to do that for us, buddy. It's not. You don't have to impress anybody. Dude, what Maybe if... he was, like, going out to dinner every day that he had to direct. That's a possibility. I got something after this. Yeah. Um, what if Spider-Man 3 is really good when we rewatch it? I have predictions. I mean, we have to acknowledge that that's possible. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree that it might be in the realm of possibility. It might be incredible. I want to say it now while I'm thinking about it because I'm a dumb boy. You are. Uh, I remember this was when Spider-Man Homecoming first came out uh-huh. um, a few summers ago. Or last summer, more right? Yeah, last yeah, I summer. Think so. Um. I think early part of last summer. Who cares? Uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. Time is linear. We're all dead. But yep. uh, we, I was in Florida with my family and my mom went to the store and she's like, hey, I bought you the most recent Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did you get this, Karen? Did you pirate it? And then she's like, all right, here it is. And she slid it across the table. Me thinking it was Spider-Man Homecoming. It was Spider-Man 3. (laughs) (laughs) She she thought that they're still making them. That would be like if for Christmas my mother told me that she got me um, like an Xbox. But But I opened the box and it's full of snakes. (laughs) Uh, I got you an Xbox. Except that I don't understand what Xbox means. <laughs> is this X what means, Xbox is? <laughs> Xbox means X means don't enter, and I would never enter a box of snakes. So I don't get what you kids are, are into with this stuff. <laughs> I guess this is what Xbox is. Um, we're gonna I'm have sorry, a, I, I, yeah, I've diverted this too. It's okay. Too much. We're gonna have a special guest on our episode. Um, our first real guest, because Mark doesn't really count as a guest. He was a he, he was filling in he was for Clint. Yeah, he, he was a guest too, I guess. But we, yeah. in addition, we will both be here with a guest, and I'm not going to tell you who he is yet. But he's pretty cool, dude. That yeah. I know, and I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. But you're going to. I'm um, gonna know. I'm gonna make a new friend. Yep, and we're gonna talk about Spider-Man three. So it's gonna be great. Good times. Um, Clint. Yes. Tell me about Etsy. Oh, we all ever been to Etsy? I saw a commercial for it on the telly. Uh, so we have an Etsy store where we're selling purely nostalgia artwork mm. for Spider-Man. Mm. Um, I still haven't come up with an official name for it, but let's just call it bad artwork. Um, I think you called it dumb art last dumb time. Dumb artwork. Yes, that's it. It was just but dumb it's, art. Uh, it's, yeah, dumb art. So uh, it, it's pictures that I've done drawed by myself with my hands. Um of, of Spider-Man and his friends. And I yep. recently added a new edition of Dr. Octopus. It's online for sale. And, now, um, one what? of the pictures is $25,000 on the website. Yes, I will say, I did change it, and I got an email from Etsy saying, are you sure? 
Because I think after like a certain threshold, they're like, okay, so. <laughs> Please tell me uh, you said yes, I know exactly what I'm doing. I didn't, I didn't respond, <laughs> but yeah, all the pictures are on there that are on there are $5, except one is $25,000. Mm-hmm. And if that one gets bought, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> if, Hey, who, let's go ahead and I? agree now. If that one gets bought, we will give 5% of it to charity. I I will go as far as saying I if that is bought I will give ten thousand dollars to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. I will go ahead and say that. Okay, wait. Can we just say we'll give twenty thousand of it so that we can have five thousand dollars and then a people piece? So we have twenty five hundred dollars a piece. Uh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll give twenty thousand dollars to the JDRF. Yep. If you guys buy the $25,000 picture on our Etsy store, check it out. Buy our pictures. We are also on Twitter at Purely Nostalgia. Um, we have an Instagram, Purely Nostalgia Pod. I am on Twitter myself at Elisha P. Smith. And I am on Twitter as well at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. does stand for Jazz Hands. We've got a Facebook group, too, where you can tell us that we're wrong, but we never are. So you probably won't need to use that. Um, and I'm on Letterboxd, but who cares? <laughs> Yep. Who even cares? What's the point of anything? <laughs> right. Playing playing the long game, baby. Clint says that he he won't tell me why he won't get a letterbox, and I don't get it. But I'm done asking, and I don't care. But I and told it means him I have a me. plan. So All right, whatever. Who cares? Um, until next time, we will see you soon. And Skinath for listening. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, so this will be good because I okay. will, I can only judge it by your voice. Tone. Now keep it keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. He gives. The giver. I <laughs> <laughs> might say he's a giver. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I'm Jeff Bridges. Uh, I have Academy Award. It's it's indistinguishable. It's really good, but I'm looking at you on the screen and I'm seeing the horrible faces you're making <laughs> trying to make this noise. Do it again while I close my eyes. Okay. I'm a man of true grit. <laughs> <laughs>